grab a hot drink and turn up the volume. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. Once a month, Kyle heads over to Forteza Coffee for a chat with coffee aficionado Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! Welcome to Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. I'm Kyle Hyman. We're here at Forteza drinking some... Uh, you're, you've got coffee. I don't think mine is coffee. I don't think so. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> really? Okay, so what did you get? You got a... Um, oh, no, wait. Yours isn't coffee either. True, coffee. but, well, it's technically called a dirty chai. Uh-huh. And there, it's a chai latte with a shot of espresso. Oh. So... Okay. It's kind of a trick question. Okay. And I got the uh, matcha? Matcha yeah. latte. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Matcha latte. It's green. Very green. Very, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you tasted <laughs> it yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. All right, here we go. They, they didn't make it easy for transport. No. They're very well, full. It's like... <laughs> well, we did go for the, the 12 rim. ounce. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Oh, it's heavy. It's... It's both sweet and it tastes a little healthy. It tastes healthy? Yeah. It's got well, a kind of a... I don't know, like that green. Maybe it's visual. Like, like it feels like it's a green, it's like a so, vegetable yeah. in it or something. Probably, yeah, yeah. That sounds, yeah, sure. But it's also like very <laughs> sweet, like a dessert. It's good. Also, I might be getting. I didn't stir it up, so maybe I'm getting like oh. a cre- more of the maybe cream or something. How's your dirty chai? Oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I might. I might mess up the artwork for a it's little, little stir cinnamon stir. on there. So, sister, last time we talked, you had mm. mentioned that uh, you were going to be doing an event on campus mm-hmm. that was a healing yes mass healing service healing service okay. yeah yeah uh, but then also you had some visitors we had very special visitors yeah I think we had eleven total of our seminarians on campus for and three days yesterday we talked with Jake Schneider who was one mm-hmm. of them and he shared a little bit of his experience but were these intentionally done. In tandem was the idea, like let's do this, mm-hmm. like evangelization outreach, leading up to a healing mass, or did it just kind of work out the way? I'm sorry, healing service. Um, I I know I was trying to figure that out, and it was just the Holy Spirit was just like planning it for us, but I don't remember which conversation came first. So if we found out, maybe the seminarians, we found out when the fall break was, and they were like, oh, we've been wanting to do a healing night. That would be perfect because it's always nice. Like the seminarians can then invite to something tangible yeah, that's right. like, hey, this is happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We talked like you you should come to this event. Yeah, it was pretty perfect how it lined up. So from your perspective, mm-hmm. the seminarians have done this before. Yes, to campus. yes. And so I guess you probably had an idea of what to expect. Was it like you expected? Did things mm. go differently? Was there Was it different this year? I think. Because of they came during their spring break last year, okay. So I think there was a little extra like anticipation and hype, you know. And then I think maybe just because of like how the semin- I don't even know what it was, but it just felt like the seminarians were had a lot of yeah, just like really effective conversations. They were excited. We had a lot more student referrals. I felt like like they'd walk a student back to our campus or oh, to campus ministry, really? like, hey, this is you know so and so. He wants to get involved. He's interested in IRCIA. Oh. Here you go. Yeah, that happened a couple ti- a couple times. Really? Yeah. Because of this outreach, 
yeah. now if somebody wants to join the church. Yeah. Like there's probably like a fast. seed, a seed in their mind. Sure. And then like, yeah, right. but then it's really actually very meaningful for students. Like when somebody wants to have lunch with them, like have lunch, sit down, talk uh-huh. like and a student to like experience that and then have all their questions answered. It was just, yeah. So kind of breaking this down, mm-hmm. why do you think it was effective? Mm-hmm. What are they doing and why is it working? Oh man, they're joyful. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really huge part of it. Like even if somebody's not, might not want to talk to them, they're pretty aware that these guys are really just like genuinely happy. Yeah. And witnessing their community together too, I think they all like have a good relationships with each other and they're ministering together. So I think that's also pretty huge. And also then they're just willing to pray with somebody. Like I think mm-hmm. they're not, let me tell you everything about the Catholic church. Let, let me tell you why you're wrong. Like they're just, Hey, like what's going on today? Like, okay, can we pray with you real quick? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, is very disarming for people. So were you out there with them or? Um, not a lot. It was, I was feeling the fruit on the other end of like students. It felt like I was meeting with students like constantly doing one-on-ones, either direct referrals, but maybe just, I don't know, the spirit of the, that was on campus. I so was like meeting more, a lot with more students. More than normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one morning I, I had like impromptu breakfast prayer and doing some renunciations with a student, praying with them. Another student met with after that. And somebody else stopped by campus ministry. Yeah, just kind of. So renunciations. What does that look oh. like? Um, well, I asked, "How are you?" Uh-huh. And then there were tears. I'm like, "Okay." Like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, like, and then just you know, stress comes up, and like, uh-huh. okay, well, then like, what's underneath the stress and anxiety is usually like some kind of fear, whatever that might be for the particular student. And like, okay, like, do you want to like hand that over to Jesus and? pronounce its powerlessness over you Uh like to say like in the name of jesus i renounce this lie that you know the devil wants me to believe but i'm not going to Mm -hmm. i give it to jesus and i renounce whatever power it's been having over me and i'm and then just speaking a blessing over over the student yeah we've talked with multiple people about the unbound program is Mm -hmm. that is that related to that yes yeah it's like a piece yeah i often do like the whole, all five, there's five keys. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't do all five, but I'll do maybe one or two, a couple, depending on like what the student kind of brings up. Yeah. So what is the result of that then? Is, yeah. Does it always change their demeanor or is like, eh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't? <laughs> um, I haven't done it a ton. It's definitely okay. just changed my meetings. It has like transformed that time, I think. Mm-hmm. For the better, I think the immediate is is usually peace. Like I haven't seen it where it's like, you know, dud or something. Yeah. I mean, the Holy Spirit does show up, but yeah. So usually peace, but I think then the harder part is like, yeah. Well, then there's this like habit of thinking maybe a certain way. So like you kind of have to break that down. Maybe healing might take a little longer. It might not be like instantaneous, but I think for some of them it it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. This particular week, you've got yeah. this evangelization yeah. things happening on campus and people are coming to see you. Are most of them Catholic or are they mostly not Catholic? What would be the breakdown? Maybe the students that I talk to, you know, student, I talk to some students regularly, so those, that's kind of different. But students that I just kind of like came up, like I think 
25% were Catholic. So, I mean, like a quarter or something like that, which is kind of close to like what our percentage is on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure what, about the seminarians, if that was maybe their experience too. But, I mean, they were talking to anybody and everybody. So, it would probably just be like a sample from the population. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, that partially makes sense mm-hmm. that it would be a sample. But also, you would almost expect that you'd get more Catholics that would be open to, now I want to go talk to campus ministry yeah. because I've realized I've kind of strayed away and I want to get more involved mm-hmm. or whatever, versus somebody saying, uh, I'm not Catholic, uh, yeah. but I want to go talk to campus ministry because they said something that made me think maybe that there's something to this. Yeah, I think it's, that's... It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it is. I, like, it, I felt like probably for the first time that like quote words got out that like, oh, we're willing to talk to people and hopefully in some, like, non-threatening way and just, like, how are you doing? Like, in, I had a student, like, with a life, you know, kind of like a life crisis, like, what am I going to do? Yeah, and just, like, bringing up God is, like, good. (laughs) And the the seminarians are kind of a a perfect storm because they've got theology (laughs) and philosophy background. Like, they're they're well-formed. They're young. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. close in age. They are probably wearing their collars, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so they kind of stand out a little mm-hmm. bit. As they, mm-hmm. they look a little bit like an authority, right? Yeah. How easy is it to duplicate that with non-seminarians, with <laughs> students, with volunteers? With, I, oh. I mean, like, if it was just a bunch of parents that came out, it, it wouldn't be the same, you know? <laughs> no, like, no, it wouldn't. No. Uh, it's like, for example, like, I forget what day it was, if it was Thursday or Wednesday, but the guys just like had pizza for lunch and we're outside of JP two, um, which is one of the buildings was one of the buildings on uh-huh. campus. And they were just had an impromptu dance party. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, so yeah, that would not be happening, you know? So uh-huh. like, yeah, I know the whole time we were just like, I know it's not like the Lord's will that we have seminarians on campus every day, but I'm just like, if I could just like have half of them, you yeah. know, just like <laughs> sprinkled throughout the semester, like yeah. that would be, be pretty great because we do need yeah we need people that are like 100% focused on on evangelization right like yeah so so for a typical kind of day-to-day mm. operations where you don't have the seminarians and you you mentioned what did you say 25% Catholic at the university they're about close close to 30 20, between 25 and 30 so how much do you think you have to change because you're trying to appeal to a, a large mm. audience uh, not to mm-hmm. not to water down the faith, mm-hmm. but to change an approach mm-hmm. of okay, you you haven't been brought up Catholic, so a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to you. We need to reword things, or mm-hmm. we need to do different events mm-hmm. that kind of cater to somebody that's yeah. curious but not quite there yet. Yeah. Yes and no. There's like a side to it. So when I find when I go into a classroom and I talk, mm-hmm. that sometimes is difficult. Like. Even if I'm, if I'm talking about religious life, I find that's very difficult when I'm talking to a bunch of freshmen and then I'm using all these words that I'm like, and then I'm realizing I've lost them uh-huh. five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I've had to change my wording there. But when I'm talking about Jesus, when I'm either, if I'm talking to a student, mostly the majority, if I'm talking to a student and faith or questions of, about the person of Jesus comes up, like I find my wording is pretty similar because... I think we're realizing more and more like our ministry is healing. Like Mm -hmm. our students, if they're Catholic, even if they are Catholic, 
there's still a lot of pain that they're carrying. Sure. And they've haven't let Jesus into that part of their life for whatever reason. And the same for a student that doesn't even want anything to maybe do with God or is curious, but is also carrying a lot of pain. Uh-huh. And yeah, the whole time the seminaries we were walking around, I mean, we like to joke, I, they're like brothers and to me, and they're just like, <laughs> your answer is Jesus. <laughs> it was Mental Health Awareness Month. Oh, yeah. So there were all these like stats written on the side sidewalk. So I told the seminaries like, hey, you guys should bring like sidewalk chalk tomorrow. And they're like, okay. So they just said like, Jesus heals all the time. Like mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, all this stuff. Like Jesus is more important, like is bigger than that. Uh, but as far as like events, I would think it seems stu- or what our Catholic students do need is also what our Protestant students, our like non-believing students need too. So uh, the healing this night was a good example of that. I guess our praise and worship events too. Uh-huh. Um, it's not like we only are having a praise and worship because, oh, we have Protestant students on campus. We we should have this. Right. But I guess it is intentional to be united in areas that we can be united. Sure. Yeah. And when somebody says they want to go through RCIA, mm. do you then direct them to a parish or do you have an RCIA program at the university? We do. Yeah. The bishop has asked us to have our own program, which is awesome because yeah. Yeah, one of our students came to us and said she wanted to get confirmed while she was in high school, but then her parish like stuck her with like the confirmation class that's like seventh or eighth graders, and we're uh-huh. like, oh no! <laughs> like, so she didn't, obviously. Yeah. So to give the students like a community, so yeah, and we've been doing it kind of a one-on-one okay. basis, which I think is is what they need and is yeah, yeah. been fruitful. So. All right. Well, we did not have enough time to talk about the healing night, so, wow, so much. maybe if you're up for it, we could postpone that for next month. Okay. Okay. All right. How's your uh, dirty chai? Oh, it's wonderful. Good. Perking me up. I'm, great. I'm really growing accustomed to this. Uh, yeah? What was it called? Um, matcha. Ma- matcha, Ma- matcha latte. I'm so bad with these coffee <laughs> names. Uh, yeah. It's, okay. it's very unique, but I like it. All right. Well, thank you, sister. Welcome, Kyle. Good to talk to you. Wake up! <laughs>